Hi there, I'm Cody Wheeler, and this is my podcast, Strong Fear Tasks. I'm a Christian who believes that a relationship with Jesus should impact every area of your life, including your health and fitness. On this podcast, I'm exploring stewardship, the intersection of health and holiness, and offering practical ways that you can steward your body all for the glory of God. I also wrote a book titled Strong for Your Tasks, where I explore stewardship and encourage you to take care of your physical body in a way that honors God. And you can get a copy at my website, codywheeler.com. With that being said, let's dive into the episode for this week. In my experience, people who want to lose weight have two common opening moves. First, they cut out carbs. And second, they implement cardio. While neither of these are inherently bad or wrong, I do think that cardio should not be the main part of your fat loss regimen. First of all, yes, cardio does burn calories. Not as many as it probably feels like, but it certainly does. And head to head, it does burn more calories than resistance training when done for the same duration. So if you do an hour of cardio, you'll burn more calories than an hour of resistance training. However, there are some pretty major reasons why I think you should favor resistance training over cardio, not just for fat loss, but also for overall health. I know there's going to be some people listening who love their cardio, and they've already thought of 20 reasons why I'm wrong and why cardio is great and how cardio helped them lose weight, etc., and that's great. But before you rally the members of your tribe, I want to encourage you to listen to what I'm saying and not just caricature what you think I'm saying. So when we look at cardio or cardiovascular training, I'm talking about exercise that's targeting your heart and lungs. So I wouldn't include walking in here, especially in this instance, even though we'll talk about walking later, uh, simply because walking doesn't necessarily increase the demand for oxygen in your body to a great degree. So like I said earlier, cardio certainly does burn calories. However, cardio's calorie burn is what we call a manual burn. You burn lots of calories while you're performing cardio, while you're working, but once you're done your session, there's not much of a residual burn. It doesn't rev up your fat burning for the rest of the day, and this actually serves a purpose. You see, your body adapts to whatever stimulus you give it. When you perform long bouts of steady state cardio, you are telling your body that you need lots of calories to fuel your activity. And it's going to respond in one of two ways. It's either going to lower your calorie output, or it's going to burn less calories, or it's going to try to increase your calorie input, so increasing your appetite. So your body is going to be trying to find energy. And so whether it finds energy by saving the energy that you have stored by burning less calories, or by trying to get you to eat more calories, it knows that in order to perform this cardiovascular training, that it needs energy. I think part of why most people turn to cardio first is because we've been led to believe that the biggest reason to exercise is to burn calories. However, the goal of exercise should not be focused on burning calories. You just simply don't burn enough calories when working out, but rather our focus should be on building muscle. You see, with resistance training, you will build lean muscle, and muscle has a high demand for energy, meaning that while you won't burn as many calories during your workout, you'll be building muscle, which will continue to demand calories throughout the day. It's not really a lot, but even a small boost to your daily calorie burn will add up over time. And so instead of having to manually burn calories, your body will be burning extra calories even while you're at rest. So while you're sleeping, your muscles will be burning calories just because you have extra muscle on your body. Next, 
Cardio is actually anti-muscle and anti-strength. So having extra muscle, it requires more oxygen to keep it moving. So in order to help your body become more efficient, your body will actually try to drop muscle because it's not advantageous to long bouts of cardio. So if your body is dropping muscle along with fat, you're not actually changing your body fat percentage very much, but you are lowering your metabolism. Because remember, muscle, it has a high demand of energy. And so if your body's getting rid of muscle in order to help you become a better runner, a more efficient runner, you're actually going to be burning less calories than you were when you started running. When we look at resistance training, on the other hand, it's really the only pro-tissue activity that you can do. There's nothing else that will help you build muscle and improve bone density, both of which are very important for longevity. If you're over 40, and especially for women, resistance training is going to be the best thing that you can do to help your bones stay strong as you continue to age. If you want to stop osteoporosis and osteopenia, resistance training is the number one thing I would recommend that you do. Another problem with running is that most people intuitively believe that they can run because they ran as a kid. But running is a skill that if you don't do it regularly, you will do it incorrectly. As a physical education teacher, I see plenty of kids who have poor running mechanics. And so while they're moving quickly, they don't move efficiently or safely. So if we took those same kids, we added 40 years of sedentary lifestyle and 30 extra pounds, that's the recipe for disaster. Your joints are not going to survive that. Your body is not going to want to do that. But when it comes to resistance training, most of the movements tend to be foreign to people as they're starting out. And, and there often tends to be a little bit of fear of being injured, which causes people to be a little bit more cautious, typically when they're starting out a resistance training program. And what this most likely means is that they will hopefully take some time to learn the movements before putting their body under a tremendous amount of stress. So if you go running, the amount of impact on your joints is going to be far greater than your total body weight. So you might have hundreds, if not thousands of pounds of pressure put on your knees, ankles, and hips. Whereas when you go to the gym, if you're just starting out, you're not going to start out by putting hundreds and thousands of pounds of pressure on your joints. You're going to start out lighter. And so it's going to allow your body to more slowly adapt and lower your risk of injury. Now, with all this talk about why you shouldn't rely on cardio for fat loss, I'm sure you can probably think of someone you know or a fitness influencer or maybe even yourself who does cardio and has a lot of muscle. And it's not that I'm saying you can't do cardio, but I would imagine that most people who do lots of cardio and have lots of muscle are also going to be genetic outliers because those two signals you send to your body to build muscle or to have good cardiovascular endurance, those are different signals. And so for someone to be able to send both of those signals to their body and have their body adapt in both of those ways shows that there's probably something about them that's unique. And so if you are struggling with losing fat, then that's probably not you because I would imagine most of those people look the way they do not because of their cardio. I think lots of it has to do with their genetics that allow them to hold on to lots of muscle, that allow them to build muscle at the same time while uh, doing lots of cardio. So with all this being said, you need to realize I'm certainly not anti-cardio. I think if you enjoy running, I think you absolutely should. If your tasks that you're called to do require you to be able to sustain a pace for an extended period of time, you absolutely should be training that. I'm also a believer that most people 
should aim to be fit enough to jog or run for up to a mile. And this is simply for emergency purposes. And I think it's a decent indicator of GPP or general physical preparedness. I think if you can run a mile in under eight minutes, you're probably in decent shape and you could run somewhere in case of an emergency. But again, this has nothing to do with running for fat loss. And that's where I think sometimes the message can can get blurred is is the one side says you're anti-cardio, but it's not that I'm anti-cardio. It's just that I don't think that cardio should be where you go first if your goal is fat loss or even overall health. I think that focusing on resistance training with an appropriate amount of cardiovascular training is probably a better route for most people. I've seen a lot of people that start and stop running because they wanted to lose fat but they didn't enjoy running or they lost the weight but they struggled to keep it off because they simply weren't able to continue running more and more. So earlier I mentioned how I didn't include walking in the cardio categories, especially in this uh, episode here because I think walking is very different than jogging or running. Walking will provide most of the benefits of those activities without any of the negatives. And so for most people, I recommend two to three days per week of resistance training and aiming for around 10,000 steps every single day. I think if you can do those two things, you will be well on your way to stewarding your body. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and while you're at it, leave a review. You can find more of my content on Instagram at Cody Wheeler or on my website, CodyWheeler.com. Remember, you may never be healthy, but you can be healthier. You may never be strong, but you can be stronger. Steward your body. Be strong for your tasks.